Biscuits and Milfs. I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Ella. And you're entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are boxy. This is an X-Files rewatch podcast, where we, and you, maybe, if you want to, rewatch the X-Files. And that's my first time watching it, so I'm just learning. It's my fourth time watching it, and I... I'm also still learning because there's a lot of episodes I don't remember. This one? I did remember this one. Okay. That's but I didn't remember like the nitty gritty details. Wow. If you haven't committed every transcript to memory, you're a fake fan. What was the name of Mulder's fake partner from Ghost of the Machine? His fake partner? His real partner. Sean. No. Jerry. I mean, I don't remember what it was <laughs> either, but. Matthew. Maybe it was, was it Jerry? It might have been. It might have been Jerry. I don't know. But the fact that you don't know for sure means that you have not memorized. Fine. I was teasing. I mm-hmm. was having a laugh. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't very funny, and I apologize. How many times have you seen? Wait, you've already said that. I just said that. I'm just trying to change the like, subject because I'm so awkward. What? God. What? Would you, did you say something? Anyway, tonight we're talking about season two, episode 19, Dead Calm or Dodd Calm. Dodd calm. Dodd calm. Say it in a Norwegian accent. I cannot. It's offensive. Sorry, Norway. <laughs> I've recently learned about, what was it, five million people live there? Yes. Nice. Yes. That's not Less very many. Less than I would have expected. But more than my duplex house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode aired on March 10th, 1995. It was written by, well... So the story was by Howard Gordon, the teleplay, Howard Gordon and Alex Ganza. What's the difference between those? What's the difference between what? Like, written oh, by and teleplay I think by? the story is just like the concept and like the outline, like what happens in the teleplay is the actual okay. script. That makes sense. Okay. Anyway, go So on. Alex Ganza had his little hands in there. I love that guy. Wait. Do we like him? I can't remember. Is he well, the one who left? He was the one who abandoned Howie. Wait, I don't know if I feel good about this. Is yeah. he, like, trying to pretend like he's going to take Howie back and I then know. he doesn't? I think this is the last episode that he's involved mm, okay. ever. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know how I feel about him emotionally abusing my boy. Yeah, this is the last episode that Alex Kansa is involved with, so. <sighs> is this like when people break up and then they get back together for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks and then they remember why they broke up and mm-hmm. then they're not together anymore? Yeah, probably. Oh, I'm just very uh, curious, like, why is he involved after a whole season of not being involved? Maybe Chris Carter called him <laughs> and said... How he's struggling. <laughs> Can you come help him? Because, I mean, we've all seen Howie's episodes. Yeah, this one was okay. Yeah, because is here. Yeah, that's true. This one probably was one of the better Howie episodes. I know. I know. <laughs> that's because his boy's back. Oh, we love you, Howie. <sighs> come on the show. <laughs> um, And then this episode was, of course, directed by our very own Bobby Bowman. Love him. Yeah. Um, this episode takes place in the Norwegian Sea, the Bethesda Naval Hospital in Maryland, which we have been to before. I was going to say, haven't we been to that multiple times? Twice. Mm-hmm. And Tildesk, or the port of Tildeskin, Norway. Nice. A short plot synopsis. Mulder and Scully are called in when a boatload of survivors from a U.S. Navy destroyer escort are found. What particularly catches Agent Mulder's attention is that all of these sailors appear to have aged many decades in the course of a few days. 
Mulder and Scully travel to Norway, where they find a civilian fisherman who is willing to take them to the ship's last known position. Is Mulder really the one that noticed that? Because I think it was Scully that noticed that, but okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. She quite literally was the only one <laughs> mm-hmm. in the room Yes, and brought it to Mulder's attention. But, you know, women. Yeah. You know how women be. I'm just saying we got to find out who's writing these. It's me. Why do you hate women? What if it's like David Duchovny and it's not a woman thing, it's just okay. an ego thing? It's okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. But. Or what if it's Jillian Anderson and she just doesn't want to, you know, make it all about her? Okay. Maybe. Probably not. Are you telling me that two very famous actors uh-huh. don't spend their time uh-huh. writing synopses for a show they were on mm-hmm. a couple decades ago? Yes. Listen, okay. David's too busy singing. Jillian's too busy playing British royalty. They're busy. It's so true. Yeah. Okay, you're right. So, Wait, isn't she Margaret Thatcher? I think she's in another thing now. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Wow. I, I saw pictures of her in a fancy dress today. Oh, okay. You see that Princess Diana musical? No. It's bad. I, what? <laughs> it's like a Princess Diana musical. Okay. And, I don't know how it came to be. I don't know the background, but my impression Mm -hmm. is that some people who don't have an abundance of talent saw Hamilton and said, Oh, we could do that. But for princess Diana, Oh dear. Like we could make an interesting story about Mm -hmm. her, but they didn't. And it's quite bad. It's very funny. It feels like theoretically maybe, but yeah, there's so many things that could go wrong with that. The music is the one that went the most wrong. Well, that's kind of which is a should be your like number one uh, yeah. priority. But it is very funny. Okay. So, okay. And you know, I'm sure people put their heart into it. They're doing something. I'm not doing anything, so I can't criticize. And it too this much, is but. separate from the movie where uh, what's her name, Kristen Stewart, is playing Kristen? Diana. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Why is everyone obsessed with Princess Diana? Because she died tragically. I mean, so did I, but you don't see me getting <laughs> movies about myself. That'll be really funny if in 10 mm-hmm. years I have died tragically. Well, Finger, I'll, write a, fingers I'll, I'll, I'll write a bad musical about you. Oh, thank you. I don't think that I can write a good one, but I'll write a bad one. I mean, I deserve a bad one. Okay. It'd be funnier. Yeah. Come on. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. Jillian Anderson. Uh, okay. We need to talk about the, <laughs> the meat. The incredibly old, wrinkly? Old, wrinkly meat. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. We open. Mm-hmm. The Norwegian Sea. 65 degrees latitude, 8 degrees east longitude. Some foggy-ass water. Whew. It is pretty cool. Yep. If I do say so myself. Yes. It's gray. It's spooky. We've got a lifeboat. Yes. We've got a crew freaking out. It's a mutiny. They're getting off this big ship, getting onto the little boat. Mm-hmm. The captain does not want them to do that. All of these sailors, point of order, look like they're 15 years old, mm-hmm. which I guess is important because it, uh, you know, contrast. But it's, it's still silly. I mean, I, prob- I probably like the lower level crew on a ship I like know. this would be 18, right? I guess. I don't know. It's just very silly that they all look like teens. They do say later that the captain was like 35 or something. And that baby face, that little baby boy, 35, maybe. Maybe. But he looked young. 
but they're leaving. They're abandoning ship. Um, they're, they say that they're not going to wait to end up like the others. What does that mean? Captain Barclay pulls a gun on them, but they leave anyway. Captain Barclay does not shoot them, so I guess he's a, a big old wuss. Well, he's only got a couple bullets. Loser! Uh, but they abandon him to his fate, which we will discover later. Yeah. 18 hours later, we're on a Canadian fishing vessel with some guys who sounded like they had Irish accents. Yeah, they definitely, they had something going on. They're, this episode is chock full of indecipherable accents. They might have been from, like, Newfoundland or something. People do have okay interesting accents there. I mean, okay. I want to give them credit. They probably had actual Canadian actors, right? Probably. That's, like, the only actors they can get. Yeah, <laughs> so it'd be very funny if they didn't have Canadians. They sounded Irish to me, but what do I know? But they see the boat on the radar or something. And so they pull in their lifeboat full of survivors, maybe. Barely. We see them through the fog. It's a boat full of like 15 people. They are still silent. It's quite spooky. Feels like a, a good old um, like sea ghost story. Yeah. And there's a lot of those. Oh, tell, name, name some. Uh, I mean, I don't know offhand. That's okay. Sorry. Is the the Edmund Fitzgerald is on my mind. That's not a ghost story, though. I don't know it. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Oh. It's uh, in the Great Lakes. It was a big uh -huh. old ship. They crashed. They didn't crash because they're on a boat. They <laughs> sunk. Okay. In a storm. Oh, that sucks. And it's, uh, there's a great song okay. about it. But anyway. There is not a great song about this, sadly. Well, that's before we get to it. We could write a bad musical about it. Yeah, about this episode about of The X-Files. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Let's do it. No. Well, it's very creepy. Everybody's very still. Uh, they pull them in. They, we see some old-ass hands, which is strange, because as we said, all the sailors are 15. Uh, and then they pull them in. They throw the light on them. And then they recoil, because they all look old and decrepit which is rude i know <laughs> okay so the i'm sure we'll talk about it in more detail later the makeup is bad so <laughs> they don't really look like old people so much as um you haven't seen i think you should leave right no there's a sketch where he is putting on a lot of like very bad prosthetics um and going to a mall for a like a comedy prank show mm -hmm. and he can't breathe and he's just like incredibly distressed and he keeps like threatening to pull the prosthetics off and his producer's telling him not to and at one point he just looks down really sad and he says i don't even want to be around anymore <laughs> and they looked like him okay <laughs> so all right all right that's all i'm saying okay um so they don't look like just old people. If they just looked like old people, it would be really messed up how everyone's reacting to them. Because that would just be a boat full of old people, and yeah. everyone's like, what the hell's wrong well, with you? Is it, are, isn't that what they're supposed to be? I know, which is, like, yeah, probably. Like, they look really horrifying because of their bad makeup, but just, aren't they supposed to just be old? It's really messed up. Oh, man. These poor people. I mean, maybe not, because there's that evil salt thing. Maybe. So maybe they are supposed to look... Like, evil and old? Yeah. I hope so, because they do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, credits. Credits. Finito. Mm -hmm. 
Bethesda Naval Hospital. We're back, baby. Is this where... Third um, time. What's it? No, no. Never mind. I was thinking of our favorite, uh, he's very dead lady, no. but she's at a different hospital. I think that it's the same episode, though. Oh, ah, okay. From Shadows. No. Yes. Maybe. Maybe it was her. And in Lazarus. Nice. So. Nice. They just love this hospital. They're always bringing people here. It's nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skelly arrives at the hospital and she greets Mulder, who's already waiting there. He tells her about this missing Navy destroyer escort. Is that what they called it? Yes. Okay. Uh, There was no radio contact. There was no distress signal. It just kind of disappeared. And uh, a Canadian fishing boat picked up some survivors, seemingly from this destroyer escort. Only one survivor is still alive from that, which is weird. Uh, and Mulder wants Skelly's opinion on what happened to this guy, but Mulder is not being allowed into the hospital room where he's at. Um, but Mulder claims that he got Skelly some like clearance pass so that she can go in because she's a doctor. And then she is later told that it's fake, so I don't know if he actually did that <laughs> or if he just went to a copy machine. I mean, it got her in the room for a couple seconds. That's true, for the key information. Yes. That's true. So Scully goes into the room where they have Lieutenant Harper on a respirator. Uh, He looks like he's about to die, which he is, I think. Wait, does he die? Yes. Right? Wait. Yes. Okay. I I think so. I don't know. His family (laughs) probably cares, Ella. Well, I'm not part of his family, so I don't give a shit. Oh my God. The lack of empathy. Old. Just like the Norwegian Sea. Mm-hmm. So Scully looks at his chart, and when one of the doctors walks in, she's like, are you sure this is Lieutenant Harper? And he says, yes, it is. And she's like, well, there must be a mistake, because this man should be 28 years old, and he looks like he's 90. He's melting. He is melting. And turning into a pillar of salt. Mm-hmm. So then uh, she scuffles with that doctor for a while, and then a second doctor walks in, and she is in charge. Mm-hmm. Large and in charge. This is her patient. It is. It's her hospital. She owns it. She's she, the only doctor there. She, probably. I hope she hangs out with Ellen Blesdo on the weekends. Oh, yeah. Probably. They get drinks and complain about shit talk, Scully yep. and Mulder, <laughs> and other shenanigans. Of course. But she's like, what are you doing in my room? Uh, or my patient's room. <laughs> what are you doing in my bedroom? <laughs> I sleep here. Uh, and then Scully tries to ask questions, and this doctor says, does she have a name? She does at some point, but I didn't write it down. Sorry, that's my uh, own bias. That's not okay, and I apologize. Well, she's like, I didn't know that my medical expertise would be questioned by the likes of you. <gasps> so they're starting off on the wrong foot, real enemies to lover's situation i hope oh i think so on the horizon we can but assume we'll keep an eye on that mm-hmm. but she will not give scully any information so she does have to leave boop boop let's go back to the x-files office uh Mulder had left to go back himself while scully tried to get into the hospital room so he's there and scully is like hey something weird is going on this patient if he is the patient was like a 90-year-old dude. What the heck? And Mulder is not surprised. No. Nope. At all. He's like, yeah, I always suspect people will be <laughs> super old. That's just something I assume about everyone. 
Uh, and he shows Scully kind of the research he's been doing on the movement of various mm-hmm. boats related to old-timey X-Files across the centuries, I think. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like the 65th parallel is kind of another... Scully calls it a B- Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Mulder calls it a wrinkle in time. Oh. Like the book, mm-hmm. you know? And then he's, he starts talking about the book and how much he loves it. Of course. Uh, and so it seems like people... Like, I don't know, they, like, disappear. Just weird stuff happens to all of these boats that cross the 65th parallel. There's been nine unexplained disappearances. Shame. (laughs) I've been there. Been there, done that. You haven't. I don't know my life. I'm looking at you right now. We're three three inches more apart now than we have been. Oh, that's true. I guess I don't know you at all anymore. I've changed. Wow. And then Mulder talks about the Philadelphia experiment, which was a an alleged Cold War experiment to make battleships invisible, and uh, apparently they did succeed. And... Invisible to radar, right? Not just like <laughs> no, <laughs> randomly. Real invisible. Just to be clear. Okay. Um, but they did succeed, and uh, a ship appeared twenty miles away, or something like that. So. It seems like it worked, and then when the experiment was shut down, all of these scientists were sent to Roswell, New Mexico. Hmm. Huh. I've heard of that. Hmm. Interesting. Aliens? Hmm. You know what I mean? Could be. So, Mulder thinks that they have found a way to manipulate wormholes on Earth, and all these wormholes are portals where time works at an accelerated or decelerated rate, and he thinks that this ship just uh, cruise right into it. I mean, maybe. Could be. Just like in Donnie Darko. Just like in Donnie Darko. You know? Mm-hmm. Wormholes? Definitely. So Mulder's going to Norway. And he's not going to tell Skinner about it. He's going to give his report to Skinner later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, you know... Scully knows that Skinner can throw down at this point. So I feel like she would be more nervous about messing with him. I think Mulder still has the confidence that mm-hmm. is unearned. I mean, I fully believe that Skinner would immediately get on a plane, fly to Norway just to beat his ass. Probably. (laughs) And he might deserve it. I don't know. You can't just, like, fly to other countries without telling your boss. I don't think so. Especially not if you're expecting to submit expense reports Mm -hmm. later, which I assume Mulder is. I don't know. Maybe he's just paying for it out of pocket. Maybe he's paying for it out of pocket. Who knows? What a weirdo. Maybe. So, uh, Skelly is like, hey, if you're going to Norway, I'm not missing out on visiting Scandinavia. Mm -hmm. Come on. Vacay time. Yes. She gets, you know, her swimsuit. um, Her Her swimsuit for the freezing cold. Her big hat for the sun. Okay. uh, Her umbrella. Her Mm -hmm. parasol. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. Very important. Yeah. She's ready to go for this beach vacay. There's not a lot of uh, sun or beach or vacay. No, just get there. the cold gray waters, which to me is more appealing. Yeah, it's better. But <laughs> Norway, they talk to a guy at a bar. They're trying to get someone to take them to the 65th parallel. And everybody is like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You couldn't pay us to go there. But a Norwegian. Yes. And you know that they're in Norway now because there's a very convenient flag hanging very prominently on the wall. So we're we're not in the U.S. anymore. Oh, no, we're no, in no. Norway. I think we're in Canada, frankly, <laughs> is my impression. Um, yeah, you know, like, 
I would actually not be surprised if an American mm-hmm. bar just had an American flag, but I feel like other countries don't do that as much. Yeah, right? I don't think so. I don't know. But, you know, they tried. It's set dressing. Yeah. And you have to appreciate it. I mean, it helped me know that they were in Norway, so it worked. All right. A man. Well, okay. First of all, they comment on how everyone at this bar looks really scared, which I don't know. They kind of look like they're just hanging out to me, but whatever. <laughs> well, nobody will talk to them, to be sure. I guess. I mean, do they speak Norwegian? You know, maybe if they came in maybe. trying to speak Norwegian, people would be more willing to talk to did them. Did they even try? Did they even get a phrase book? <sighs> Probably not. Disgusting. Anyway, but a man in the shadows comes up and talks to them in English, and he is named, is it Trondheim? Henry Trondheim. Okay. He's an American. And he I says, guess. I guess. <laughs> he has another incomprehensible accent, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but he says his ship is the only one they need. Uh, he claims that everyone else is too scared to go up there to the 65th parallel because of legends about a meteorite and an evil god. Uh, it sounds like aliens to me, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Um, and Trondheim asks the Boo crew why they want to go there, and they're like, why do you want to know why we want to go there? Huh? See, that's our business. And then they don't answer. No. Were they trying to make this guy seem like um, the guy from Jaws? I haven't seen Jaws yet. Isn't that funny? I know! Isn't that weird? Oh. Uh, the, the guy that scratches his fingernails on the chalkboard. Probably. Um... It, he comes out of the, the shadows in the darkness and offers to take them out and hunt. I mean, they're not hunting a beast or anything, but it's the same vibe. Yes. Yeah. When did Jaws come out? The 80s? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a reference, right? I assume. I should watch that. I mean, you should. I know. You've missed your window. I know. It's a summer movie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It really is. Oh, well. I'll get oh, to it. Oh, well. I think I might watch Raw. <laughs> Which is almost the same. <laughs> it's got a W um, and an A. Okay. You know, raw Jaws. Yep. There are Jaws in the movie. That's I hope good, so. That's a good flick. That director has a new one out. Have you seen the trailer? No. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's like Titan or something. I don't know. It's French. But okay. it's like I've titanium heard... in French. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Looks, looks messed up. Mm-hmm. Gave me flashbacks to Crash by J.G. Ballard (laughs) a little bit. My favorite. Great book. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay, sorry. (laughs) So they're on the boat. They're on their way to the 65th parallel. Mm -hmm. Mulder. Herkin. He's, oh, he's Herkin and a splurkin. He is so seasick. (laughs) Sorry, he is. He's splurking. It's disgusting. (laughs) I don't know what he means. He is, though. Yeah. Um, Scully's fine because her dad... Oh, was always on the sea. Yes. So she's fine. Mm-hmm. She inherited his sea legs. Yeah, she did. Mulder did not. No. Even though it seems like, I mean, his dad is also of the sea. Yeah, he so, looks like it's scuba. Well, I guess he's a pool boy, huh? Yeah, but it's water. Yeah. So, But maybe because his dad's so, such a bad dad. Mm-hmm. He's anti-water now. Oh. Do we ever even see Mulder drink water? <laughs> I don't think we ever see him drink water, and that's why. <laughs> Holy shit. It's all coming together. Dang. So, he is ill, and that will come in uh, into the plot later. 
So they've made it to the right parallel, and they think they see the ship that um, the guys, the survivors came from, but it keeps disappearing from the radar, so they don't know exactly where it is. And then right after he says that, it appears out of nowhere, and they crash into it. Very funny. Oops. Um, <laughs> funny. It's very funny. I did also enjoy when they crashed into the ship, um, Trondheim like, falls to the floor, and he gets up, and he does the, again, with Jaws, which is why I thought of it, he does the Spielberg glasses. Um. Off, like, where his hands are shaking, he takes his glasses off because he sees something. Yeah. You know, classic. Shock. Mm-hmm. Very funny. So they climb onto the ship, the USS Arden, but it seems like nobody's there. It's a real ghost ship. There's a bunch of corrosion and nasty rust on the walls and it seems like nobody's been on board for at least 30 years but minimum minimum but the date uh right there on the on the ship says 1991 so that checks out it was <laughs> nope. 30 years ago at the time it was 1995 you see what? this is an old show wait a minute mm-hmm. but 1991 is th- 30 years ago from now i don't wow. understand Sure was thirty years ago, huh? Yeah, sorry. Woo! How you doing? <laughs> so that's weird. It seems to have been an advanced stage of decay. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not decay. I don't know. It's decay. I just said decay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's strange. There's also they go below decks and see a bunch of spooky mummified bodies mm-hmm. that look like they've been dead for a long time. Crumbly corpses. Yeah, like feta, feta cheese corpses. Uh, but it's only been you know whatever, four years at the most, but less than that. Because 91 to 95, but it, we know that it's just from the beginning of the oh. episode. I was, was going to say it's been like five, yeah. five days. No, yeah, okay. I'm just doing the math of like the absolute most that it could I be. See, see. So yeah. that's weird. Okay. Uh, but it's from, sorry, it's from the cold open. Yes. They hear noises suddenly and they run onto the deck and they see that Trondheim's ship is floating away. Do we know what's going on here? Did it just like float away? Or No, the crew... Abandoned them. He had a crew? I think so. Okay. He had, at least had somebody, because he was driving away. Weird. That's rude. Yeah, this, they abandoned ship. Wow. They took the trouble to go out there and then decided to leave. That's kind of rude. It's like you would just not go out there in the first place. Yeah. Whatever. But, what? That's just how yeah. I would do it, I guess. Maybe there was a, a fourth unrelated guy on this ship and he stole it. Is this another one where there's like nesting X Files where there's mm-hmm. a, there's like a vampire on the ship or something? Yeah, and he's going back to Norway to suck people's blood. Yeah, <laughs> so and that's why I go to Norway too. Is that true? No, nope. you can suck people's blood here. I mean, you don't have to go all the way. Yeah, but it, I don't know. I've, I've I've talked myself into a corner. Well, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, so they're trying to get the radio working on the big the big boat that they're on. The, the ghost ship. Yes. Uh, but everything is dead. Even the ship. They're dead in the water. Oh. would be a good name for the episode. Mm-hmm. There's just nasty residue all over everything, so it's corroded their, their radios. Um, they also can't make the ship run because the engine is all corroded, too. Not good. So then uh, Trondheim wants to know what the heck's going on here? Why did you make me come out here? So Mulder tells him all about how this could be the result of a military experiment. Uh, he thinks that time might be speeding up here. They're near a wormhole. Trond does not take this very well. He's not into it, despite 
the fact that, you know, he should be. Sounds kind of cool. It does sound kind of (laughs) cool. But he sucks. He's just mad that his bow is gone. Yeah. Which, you know, is understandable. Understandable. But it's not really Mulder's fault. They're also stranded here. Yeah. Maybe he should have had a more trustworthy crew. I'm just saying. (sighs) That's so true. If you can't trust your crew, who can you trust? Exactly. I just wanted to do a bad accent, too. Well. To uh, join it in. was too good for him. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> How much was the accent supposed to be, genuinely? I think he was supposed to be born in Pittsburgh or whatever, wherever he was from. Pensacola. Is that what he said? Yeah. Really? Um, but it sounded, uh, again, it sounded like Irish or something. Yeah, I have a new co-worker who's from Pensacola, and she does not sound like this. Yep. Um, but I, I think... Uh, American by way of spending a lot of time in Norway because he clearly speaks Norwegian. So I think it's supposed to be kind of maybe he's lost his accent, gained a new one, and it's sort of weird. Which happens. Okay. All right. I don't know. Or they just cut the actor that they could get. I don't know. Where's the actor from? No idea. Okay. I was not convinced, though. I thought he had the most beautiful Pensacola accent. That I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, and it's because it's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So they hear a scream from down below. So they go running. Um, Halverson, the fourth guy that they brought with them, has been hit over the head. He's bleeding. He's, oh, he's dead, actually. Yeah, he's done. He's, He's dead and gone. So they go running and they find a an old old man hidden in a, a cupboard somewhere, Cl- and, clutching a bottle of whiskey. Yes, very important, I guess. And it's Captain Barclay. <gasps> so he's not dead, but but he was a boy mm-hmm. when we saw him. This is an old man, and he's got a gun. No, he doesn't. <laughs> His gun? Huh? Well, he had a gun at the beginning. Oh, that's true. I don't know what happened to it. What would Chekhov say? (laughs) What would Chekhov say? (laughs) Wow. So he drinks some water, which will also be important later on. Oh, wait. (laughs) I said earlier that we never see Mulder drinking water, but that's literally a plot point in this episode. (laughs) That's literally a huge plot point in this episode. (laughs) I know we won't forget. Yeah, the drinking of the water is very crucial. You know, if I had just, like, played that cool, people might have thought we were just having a, a deadpan laugh <laughs> earlier. Uh-huh. Well, you can edit it out. That's true. We were, we were serious. Or we were kidding. We were not serious. We were not serious. Anyway, so, oh so Barkley drinks some water. He drinks some water, and he tells them about what happened. So uh, all of his crew members saw a, an evil glowing light in the sea. Uh, it almost seemed like the sea was on fire, so that's not good. And then they abandoned him and, you know, everything that we saw. And now he's old, but he's only 35 years old. Sometimes that's what it feels like when you, you know, wake up on the wrong side of the bed when you're 35 and you <laughs> wrench your back. Sometimes. You know? Yeah. I guess. Um, but then Trondheim listens to his special little tale and he doesn't like it even though again 
He's a sailor, so he should love spooky stories. I feel like you have to, right? This guy is like the lamest sailor. Yeah, he really is. No wonder he doesn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. He seemed cool at the beginning, but he's not cool. Nope. Not cool at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. He's like, he's a drunkard. I don't have to listen to his lies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He storms <laughs> off, but uh, Captain Barclay just thinks that time got lost. Yeah. And he seems to be dying of old man disease. He's like wheezing and coughing and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's probably not good. The Boo crew go have a little sidebar of their own uh, and they kind of discuss how someone else must be on board this ship because Barclay is not strong enough to have killed Halverson. Yes. So that's weird. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, above deck. Oh, sorry. Before we move on, I do have do we want to discuss our post-it note? Because this was oh, the, this is the moment where the, where the post-it note came into play. Yes, please. Uh, so I have in front of me a a post-it note. Uh, before we started watching the episode, I said to Amanda, "I know a joke that you're going to make," mm-hmm. and she's like, "Okay, not disbelieving me, but like questionable." Mm-hmm. Uh, so to prove it, I did write down the joke on a post-it note, just just in case, just to prove that I was correct. And then right around this point in the episode, she did bring up the old beach, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was what I had. Hey, you can, Ella you, you can tell that the picture was written on this post-it note, old beach. Old. It said that the post-it note, ladies and gentlemen, yes. friends and folks, mm-hmm. it says old beach. It does. <laughs> uh, in my defense, this was ready-made mm-hmm. for an old beach mm-hmm. joke. For those uninitiated, perhaps you're not on... Twitter? I don't know. I don't know I if don't, that actually like expanded anymore. Wherever the, you old heads are. <laughs> wherever you ex-files are. Uh, old, the M. Night Shyamalan movie that came out recently about a beach where people just get old, I guess. <laughs> I didn't see the flick, but that's what it appears to be about. There were many memes about it. Very funny. Mm-hmm. So, I did make a little joke. But nobody brought up this episode, strangely. Yeah, which is weird. Um, I was wondering... I was like, oh, I should search Twitter mm-hmm. to see if anyone yeah. made a little dead calm old joke back at the height of old humor, yeah. you know? <laughs> the height of old the, the two hours in which old humor was funny. I mean, kind of, right? <laughs> That's how memes be. Yeah. Um, so, yes. So, it's almost like Ella knows me. Mm-hmm. This is embarrassing. The The, what is it, the... Mortifying ordeal of being known. Thank you. Humiliating. Humiliating. I can't even make jokes anymore. (laughs) It's not. (sighs) That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So above decks, um, Trondheim is doing a little funeral service for Halverson. Not for his ship. Not for his ship. But I did think for a second that when we were watching it, because he just kind of starts talking, Mm -hmm. you know, you were great. I loved you. You treated me so well. I thought he was just talking about his boat. <laughs> he was not. He was talking about his friend who died, who I forgot about. Um, and then he shoves Halverson's body off the deck. Suddenly, Trondheim gets attacked from behind by just like He-Man, I guess. Uh, I have the bad guy from Die Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. The blonde yep. guy with the long hair yep. from Die Hard. Just right? that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, he's got a pipe mm-hmm. in the conservatory. Yep. He, uh, you know, he's he's wailing, which you're not allowed to do. You can't, 
whaling is very restricted yeah, in, the, in yeah, the scene. As we learned. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, Mulder comes out and rushes with his gun to tell He-Man to put down the pipe, <laughs> and then they have a little scuffle. Yep. Uh, interestingly, He-Man, who his real name is Olafson, I think? Yes. He has not aged at all. He's a young, spry, 40-something-year-old, mm-hmm. sensual, powerful... <laughs> we love this guy. <laughs> He's a dick. Well, you don't know that maybe he was, like, a baby when the episode started. Oh, yeah. Do we know that? I mean, we don't. We do, because... Um, he has a reputation. He's got a reputation. Oh, Although, right. wouldn't it be funnier if this reputation was very, attached very to a toddler? Funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe. Um, so he's got a reputation of selling whales illicitly and just doing all sorts of nonsense. Um just he's real- a pirate whaler. Yeah. Which is very cool. I mean, it's not cool, it's like but... bad or whatever. But it sounds It sounds cool. cool. Yeah. This is just like smoking cigarettes all over again, where it's objectively <laughs> bad. Yes. But, you know, propaganda works. Yeah. 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 All that pirate whaler <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> I can't yes. tell you how many, how many movies and shows you see about pirate whales. Wait. <gasps> Wait. A pirate whale would be pretty cool, though. Uh, I guess. Right? I don't know. I feel like that goes into animated kids movie territory um, too much. That's fair. Which okay. is, is something. It's something. Yeah, okay. Fine. I won't show you my script. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, I'd love to see it. Oh, that's okay. Now that Your propaganda script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to show you my propaganda for pirate whales. <laughs> he smokes too, obviously. Who is uh, paying for this? <laughs> um, it's, it's a spec script. Okay. So I'm shopping it around. To whom? <laughs> Chris Carter. <laughs> okay. It's the next one. Maybe you like it. All I right. mean, I'm assuming they're doing another season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. me. Well, if they see your yeah. script, they'll be like, oh my god, we have to build a whole season around this. <laughs> this is the uh, pirate whale script mm-hmm. season. Yep. Amazing. Get David on the horn. Oh we my god. Him. Get him on the whale more like it. Mm-hmm. He would be down, right? He loves <laughs> pirate <laughs> whales. He <laughs> <laughs> loves this thing. If he can sing. Then he'll be into it. But will Jillian have time? Um, if you can somehow uh, like meld it into the the plot of the crown okay. somehow, that's easy. Like the royal family has to go uh, on a ship for some reason. That's easy. All right, I got it. Okay, okay, and she'll just have like a red wig, <laughs> like a really bad one that she just throws on. Sure, beautiful. Yeah. All right, yeah, I love it. That's silly. So anyway, Olafson is a pirate whaler, and they, so they unfortunately, wait, what did I write? Oh, they take him down to where Scully is, below decks, and unfortunately, they cannot ask Barclay anything about Olafson, because Barclay has already died of old man disease. Oh, no. Pour one out. There's also an evil crystalline growth on his skin that kind of looks like salt. Nice. So it's more than just getting old. Clearly, something yeah. is wrong. So it's, it's not just old man disease. It's salt old disease. Salt disease. <laughs> old salty sailor disease. Oh. O S S D. O S S D. That's it. If you or someone you know <laughs> is suffering from O S S D, you may be entitled to compensation. Mm hmm. Especially if you got it from drinking water on an old abandoned ghost ship. Yeah. It's more, it happens more often than you think. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many mass tort cases mm-hmm. I've personally seen. Definitely. For sure. this. Mm-hmm. 
with my eyes. Yep. I'm always looking. Always looking. <laughs> Head on a swivel for mass tort. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's weird. So yeah, Mulder's like, well, I need the nap. <laughs> I can't deal with this. So it's nighttime and they're napping ar- around. Uh, Mulder had the first watch, so you know he's he's hanging out with his gun, and then his watch beeps, so his watch is over. He goes to wake up Skelly so that she can take over, and oh my lord, Uh-oh. our our Dana Skelly, huh? our young hot thing, <laughs> is an old lady now. Oh no, oh, she's like middle aged. She's yeah, she's getting there. She doesn't look good though. No, she's not a she's looks like a, a very salty. Yes. Middle-aged. Yes, yes, yes. And for some reason, her hair gets ugly. <laughs> well, she stops brushing it. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that would also be my last concern. Yeah. So, that's She's fair. She's got more fun things to deal with. Well, why did her hair always look good in, like, ice and darkness falls and stuff? Yeah, I guess. Well, then she wasn't old. So. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't care. You know, when you're old and salty. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so that's weird. Mm-hmm. And but also our other hot young thing, yeah. Mother, is also no longer young. <sighs> What's happening? I don't know. Good grief. I do know because I watched the episode. I also know. <laughs> so they book her discuss time acceleration. Meanwhile, Tron Time is freaking out about suddenly being old. And uh, you know, we, we wonder aloud, why is Olafson not getting old? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um Tron Time is just all pissed off and everything. Scully and Mulder are talking about free radicals. We get some science mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. Something, something. The ocean's a giant battery. Something, something. It's exciting, the free radicals. Something oxidizing. Something. Well, they do say that they think that the ship could be drifting toward a massive metallic source. So, could be the meteor <laughs> nice. or whatever. Alien ship, whatever it is that fell from the sky. Nice. So. That's okay. That's fair. Um, and then there's blood dripping from the roof, Ew. which is weird. But then Mulder inspects it and he says, it's not blood. It's rust. Oh, rust coal. Yeah. And then uh, 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 Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, all right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> rolls up and he says, mm-hmm. I don't sleep. I just dream. Uh, I wish. Amazing. I would pay good money to watch Russ Cole and Mulder and Scully interact. Would Scully would hate him. Scully would hate him. Would Mulder vibe with him I or think not? He would definitely vibe. Okay. Right? Right? He I think would... so. Oh my god. This is uh from We said True Detective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I could talk about just weird nonsense. Yes. Amazing. Scully could hang out with uh, Woody Harrelson. She probably deserves better. <laughs> I mean, I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But, you know. She'd probably rather hang out with him than... That's true. Rusty. Yeah. Mr. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> yeah. Respect. So. All right. It's just rusting, which is a bad sign because that means the ship is increasingly quickly decaying. Well, I guess it, I don't know if it's increasingly quickly, but it's decaying pretty fast, which is yes. not good. Uh, so Mulder and Skelly go to explore the ship while Tron Time stays with Olafson. That's a mistake. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would do that. Um, but they, the boot crew are following this yellow pipe that they see that is not corroded. It's the yeah. only pipe that is not corroding. Um, so that's they're off on following the yellow pipe road, yes. as we might say. Mm-hmm. 
Meanwhile, Trondheim and Olafsson are talking in Norwegian. Yes. Olafsson is trying to make Trondheim doubt the Boo Crew. He's sowing seeds of doubt. He doesn't have to try very hard. No, Trondheim was already pretty much primed to not trust them. Yep. I mean, they lost him his boat, you know, come on. Yeah. But he also really wanted to come. So I don't know. Yeah, he volunteered. He like came out of the shadows. He knew that it was dangerous. Yeah. So it's a little rich. I don't know. He's kind of annoying. Um, But Trondheim agrees to listen to Olafson's evil little secret. uh, And in return, (laughs) Olafson is like, I have an evil little secret that I want to share with you. Well, his evil little secret is why he's not getting old. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's still an evil little secret. Um, and he demands in return that Trondheim let him go. But, yes, Olofsson will share the reason for his lack of aging. Mm. Shortly. We cut back to the boot crew. They go into a sewage treatment room. Gross. They're so old. She's getting older <laughs> by the minute. They're just walking with a walker down this boat. Uh-huh. Um... They open a door. There's a bunch of rats. They're so cute. And not old. They're so cute. They're not cute. They're rats. How dare you? I don't find rats cute. They have little noses. Yeah. They've got black eyes. Okay. They've got little hands. Uh. Tails. Uh Uh-huh. They're snooting around. All right. Love that for them. I'm willing to find, like, a pet rat cute. Yeah. But just a bunch of nasty rats on a ship. No, thank you. I mean, to be fair, these rats were actor rats, so they weren't just pet rats. <laughs> okay, they're hot rats. These, these were 10 out of 10 for rats. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, these sexy rats are busy, you know, exploring this room, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not old. They are, because they're sexy, as, as we said. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, you can be old and sexy. Don't be rude. Okay. All right. Um, and they're drinking some water, so that, you know, might have something to do with it. Um, so they theorize that something might have gotten into the rest of the water and causing the aging. Wait. What? No, no, no. no. So the, the water in this room mm-hmm. is fine, but the rest of the water yes. is bad. Yeah. Because this is... There we go. <laughs> sewage water that's been treated so it's yes. not coming from the ocean or the desalination tanks yep. whereas water from the ocean that has been desalinated seems to have something in it that is contaminating people yes yes there you go <laughs> that was a better explanation but i take your point <laughs> i was distracted by the sexy rats <laughs> i mean aren't we all concentrate. just scrabbling about slurping mm-hmm. yeah. But the important thing here is that there is some more recycled water that could save them, but there's not much left. Yikes. So that's not good. So then we cut again to our boon companions, Olofsson and Trondheim. Olofsson is very dead. Uh, What? Wait, is he dead? His, like, head is exploded. Oh. He, like, got shot in the head, right? Whoa, I totally... He's, oh, like, leaning yeah. against the wall. There's blood everywhere. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay, Trondheim killed him. Yeah, that's messed after up. After he told him the secret. That explains why he wasn't in the rest of the episode. <laughs> Whoa. What did you think happened to him? You know, now that you say it, I don't know what I thought. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. His, his head was all... Yeah. He, like... Or he probably bashed his head in, I that's, guess. That ain't right. 
Yeah. I thought it was a pretty creepy little moment. Yeah, it would have been. Because they, like, (laughs) cut, and, like, Olafson is dead, and there's blood everywhere, and then Trondheim is, like, huddled over a a toilet, like, drinking the water, and it's pretty creepy and gross. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How did I... I What is wrong with me? (laughs) Oh, my God. I watched it twice. So the only question remaining is, where did Olafson go? (laughs) (laughs) I just really (laughs) didn't even... Okay. Wait. Okay. What? Well, what does he do with the body, then? Does he just throw him overboard? I just think they never go in the room he's in. They never go in that room? I mean, it's just, like, a room somewhere. I assume he... They're not in the in the room where he was tied up. I assume he untied him. Uh, they went to another room. He killed okay. him there. I mean, it's a big ship. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it was the same room. Okay. I so. Well, I need to rewatch <laughs> this scene, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, I, guess. I, I got so distracted with Trentime Tr- slurping up toilet water. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty disgusting. So, that was the worst part yeah. to me. <laughs> well. Gross. Oops. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, pour one out for Olufsen. Uh, the Boo crew come and they confront Trondheim about Olufsen escaping. Um, Mulder wants to know what happened. Mulder and Trondheim get into another scuffle. There's a lot of scuffles in yeah. this episode, I would say. This is a- Mostly coming from Trond. Yeah, he's a scuffler yeah. from way back. He might have gotten kicked out of Pensacola, if you know what I mean. Probably. Uh, everyone's getting even older, so this is turning into a dad fight. Um, Scully is like, okay, let's all calm down. Well, we probably shouldn't calm down because we should be freaked out. But we'll stop fighting because I need blood and urine samples so I can do some science. Mm -hmm. You know? So, 18 at we cut. Uh, Scully's doing a special little voiceover. It's 18 hours since the onset of symptoms. She has discovered a high concentration of salt in their blood and urine. And the contaminated water is... As she suspected, they've started drinking the okay water, and Scully and Trond are doing fine. Well, not fine, but they're doing okay. But Mulder is doing less well because of his dehydration from his her- from earlier from his hurricane and slurkin from his hurricane. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. So looks like Mulder's gonna die first. Is this what season eleven is like? Is this what they look like <laughs> in the current? <laughs> Version. I think so. It'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They look grim. I will say when I was when the revival seasons were announced, and then I rewatched the show to prepare. When I did get to this episode again, I'm like, well, this is just what the new seasons are going to be like. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No, Jillian Anderson is is hot. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and she's not in this episode. What about David Duchovny? He's fine. He hasn't, he's fine. He just hasn't aged as well as Gillian Anderson, which is fine because most human beings do not age as well as Gillian Anderson. She's hot. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, But not as hot as those rats. No one is as hot as the rats. Obviously. Come on. Should I get a pet rat? No. What? They're so great. You can if you want. No, I guess Midnight would be distressed. That's true. I shouldn't have said his name. Oh my god. Wait, shut up. (laughs) What if he senses it? Anyway, so that's messed up. Uh, Scully is not into Tron time when he suggests that they just let Mulder die. Mm -hmm. She's not into that. But Mulder is clearly dying. We're we're talking paranoia. We're talking claustrophobia. We're talking distrust in this Mm -hmm. scene. 
Yeah. No one trusts each other. They're all freaking out. Well, except the Buku trust each other. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. The except the Boo crew yes. trusts each other, of course. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I know what you meant. Thank you. Thank you. You just got so excited. You were so fired up about their trust. I love their trust. Yeah. I'm passionate about it. Um, but time passes. Uh, Skelly's, you know, writing in her little book to keep a record of what's going on. Mulder is bedridden. Suddenly, Skelly kind of jerks awake. Um, and it's clearly been quite a while hours, days, maybe. And she realizes that Trondheim is gone from the room, probably doing something evil. Uh, Probably doing something evil with the water supply that they've got, frankly. Uh So, old Scully grabs a flashlight and goes spelunking into the depths of the ship. Spelunking and crunking? Spelunking and crunking. To see what old man Trondheim's doing. Uh, They've only got a few gallons of good water left, which is not good. So, when she finds him, she threatens to shoot him. (laughs) which is fair. He probably deserves it. Yeah. Well, he's he's draining yeah. the water yeah. into one room. Yeah. So that he can get it on for himself. <laughs> um, but Trondheim just goes, you should shoot me if you think I'm going to let Mulder have another drop of water. And then we have another scuffle. Scuffle, scuffle. Scuffle number six. <laughs> Trondheim ends up locking Scully out of this water room that he's created for himself. So she just really freaks out. <laughs> I know. It's, like, intense. Like, the first time I watched this, I was like, okay, obviously she's trying to do something, but she has to do it right now. Yeah. But, like, she did not need to freak out like that. She clatters around the ship, like, in a a complete, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what you would call it, like a... A rampage. Like a rampage. She's, like, throwing things all over. She's, like, (laughs) knocking things down. She's clattering about the entire ship, running. She, She can search the ship. Without doing that. Methodically. You know? mm-hmm. Would have probably be better, frankly, than yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. But she's searching for any food, any liquid that she can find. Um, and she kind of gets all of that into a little smoothie jar mm-hmm. that she brings to Mulder. And it is, what is it? It's water from a snow globe. Sardines. Some lemons. Yep. Uh, mm. Just sounds really gross. <laughs> But I guess it's what you gotta do. Yeah. And so she brings her delicious smoothie to Mulder, and she breaks the news to him that Trondheim is stealing all of their water, so this is all they get. And then Mulder starts sobbing, because he doesn't want to drink the sardine water. Um, And then Skelly and Mulder fight about who should drink the water, which, I I mean, I think they're kind of fighting about who has to drink the water. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say they were fighting lovingly. Yeah, they were. They were. Because, they're you know, Mulder's like, oh, you should take it. I'm already dying and you're a lady. So your body needs more water or something. Or less. She has a longer life expectancy and her, like, body fat retains water better. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, well, that means that you should definitely have it because I'm retaining my water really well. And they're having a whole thing where they love each other so much. Um, but suddenly the ship starts a rumbling and a tumbling. And their water jar does break on the ground. Wouldn't it be a rumbling and a crumbling? Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 The ship starts rumbling and crumbling. Quite literally. Oh, it's bad. Because the outer hull has broken off and now the ship is taking on water. So they're definitely going to die. And okay. now they don't have their evil sardine water. Looks like the ship is retaining its water. Ooh. Well. That's why they call ships <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. We've checked 
we have to take this on the road. <laughs> so good. Vaudeville over here. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's probably not good. But what is kind of funny is that in the room where Trondheim has locked himself with the safe water, it starts filling up with water and he can't open the door to get out. So he does die um, from all of the seawater drowning him in his secret little room. Poetic justice. Made more sense this time than in the episode where Mulder was in a, just a room in a hospital that filled with water really yeah, quickly. Yep. That was silly. Uh-huh. This is a ship under the ocean, so yes. it actually makes sense. Yes. Um, but anyway, he dies. Also, their jar of nasty water falls on yeah. the ground and breaks. It's so sad. Which is Pour one sad, out. but also a bit of a relief. It's okay. They didn't have to drink the sardine juice, so that's okay. You know, I gotta be honest, I'd probably drink it. I probably would, too. Well, I mean, I definitely would if I was dying. Well, well, yeah, I'm just saying. But I probably would anyway. It doesn't actually sound that. I mean, it's probably really salty. I'm sure it's not actually good, but. But it's probably, like, really tart, right? Because it was yeah. mostly lemons. I mean, I like lemons and I like sardines. I think I would be most upset about the water from... The snow globe? Yeah. Why did she throw that in there? Isn't there, like, That's probably true. evil glitter and stuff in it? It's that or dying. I mean, at a certain point. <laughs> at a certain like point. Your body can probably process a little bit of glitter. I guess. But you, she already had the sardine water. You gotta have every little bit. I know. Okay. 14 hours later, it's nighttime. Mulder and Skelly do not look good. Nope. Skelly's still trying to write and keep a record of what's going on, but she's clearly losing energy. Mulder is all snuggled up in a blanket, um, making jokes about how he wanted to go on a cruise when he was old, but the service here is just terrible. Still quipping. They're just like an old married couple. (laughs) I'm so glad they got to grow old together. Yeah. That's so sweet. He's just shaking around and a dying. Um, and he's like, it's not fair. It's not our time. We have so much work left to do. Mm-hmm. And then Skelly kind of sets her pen down and very seriously talks to him about that fear. And he says, she says, you know, I had my own near-death experience um, just earlier this very season. And she talks about how, you know, there's we have nothing to fear when life is over. That's what she says. Which is very sweet Aww. and comforting. Kind of yeah. And kind of very poignant, I would say. Yeah. A bittersweet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thanks, Howie. Thanks. Well, that's probably Alex. Thanks, Alex. That's, that's probably Alex. <laughs> um, so she tells Mulder that he should just go to bed and just sleep. Aww. Which is basically akin to saying, just let it take you. It's your time. Unfortunately. Aww. And so she writes about him losing consciousness and has kind of a very poetic passage about finding a children's book of Norwegian stories on board. And one of the stories talks about uh, the end of the world, not in a sudden firestorm of damnation like the Bible teaches us, but in a slow covering blanket of snow. First, the moon and the stars will be lost in a dense white fog. Then the rivers and the lakes and the sea will freeze over. And then a wolf will eat the sun, sending the world into an everlasting night. And Skelly drops her pen to the ground and gets ready to die. It's really grim. Wow. They're just going. It did get quite grim. Yeah, it got very serious. (laughs) Which, you know, they are about to die alone on a ship in the Norwegian Sea, so I get it. But Mm -hmm. yikes. Woof. But? But? Are they going to be saved? Well, the... The little, the door, not the door, the porthole, not the porthole. What's the word I'm thinking of? It doesn't matter. I don't know the, the door word for opens. It. A boat. 
a, bo- a boat door. The boat door opens, and some guy with booties comes clacking down the stairs. It's the Navy. They've shown up. Therefore, they've come to the rescue. I guess they knew where they were this whole time. They just didn't know that they were in trouble. Yeah. So eventually, they've showed up. They explore the ship. They find Mulder and Scully lying right next to each other. Just like The Notebook. (laughs) My favorite movie. Just like The Notebook. So romantic. I hate that movie so much. (laughs) I, you know, sorry if you guys like it, but you're wrong. (laughs) It's a bad movie. We did just rewatch a scene from the movie the other day, and it was, yeah. It's just, I wasn't wasn't feeling it. It's just weird that they Mm -hmm. make two attractive, charismatic actors have no chemistry with each other. Yeah. To me, to me. It's bizarre. What other people like it? Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. So just like the notebook, they're just, dead. Just like the notebook, they're dead. Um, but well, they're near death. Yeah. So they do get rescued. Scully wakes up in the hospital. She looks a lot better. She's almost back to normal. She looks middle aged again instead <laughs> of um, ninety. Yeah, she's getting there. Mm-hmm. Um. So then the. Uh, mean doctor from before. I don't know what I'm going to call her. Yeah, the mean doctor. The brassy doctor from before. Sure. Um, she is nicer now that she has saved Scully's life, and she kind of thanks her that uh, she had Scully's notebook to heal them. Uh, she kind of followed Scully's guidance, and as a result, they are on the mend. Mulder is not dead, um, but he was almost dead. Yeah, Much worse great. than Scully. So then Scully's like, oh my god, we have to get back to the ship. We have to, you know, catalog it and see what's going on and all that. But the ship did take on water and sank an hour after they were rescued. So it is underneath the deep, dark ocean. Never to be seen again. Another X-File lost to the sands of time. (sighs) Woof. Good grief. Mm -hmm. Fiend. Oh, I forgot my last bullet point is spooky water. Still down there. (laughs) Right? That's true. It's true. I can't disagree with you. It's true. Correct. Spooky water is still down there. (laughs) And I love that. Wow. That's deep. Okay, now fiend. Deep. Deep. Like the the ocean. (laughs) The deep water of the ocean. You know uh, why it never floods in France? Why is that? It's because the water is always low. That's the word for water in French. Oh, <laughs> would have been funnier if I knew <laughs> known that. But why does it never flood in Spain? Why? Because the water is always ag- agua. That doesn't. That's a, that doesn't work as well. <laughs> it's not as funny. Okay. Well, I would be rolling in my seat if I spoke French. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Can, can you please pretend? We. Merci. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, baguette. Anyway, okay. Moving on. Let's move on to... <laughs> this is a serious episode. No more jokes. Sorry. We're going to move on to who the crew now. Why is the water never... Why, why is it never flood in Norway? Stop. <laughs> why? Did you just look up... Okay. No, I didn't even look it up, so now I can't even do the joke. Because the... Wait. Um, Why does it never flood in Germany? Why? Because the water is always... Wasser. That's not, this is just an article about the drinking water in Norway. Well, how is it? I don't know. Is it contaminated with an evil salt that ages you? <laughs> yes. Why does it never flood in Norway? I don't know why. Because the water is Vaughn. Nice. 
It's pretty funny. It's not. Oh my god. Behind okay. the, let's go to behind the scenes. Yes, let's. Uh, so this episode Wait. was sorry. I just thought you know how we call it who the crew. Mm-hmm. We could call it beyond beyond the sea, and then it's like because it's beyond the sea, and then like a parenthesis. We'd have to say the parentheses out loud. You do have to. It doesn't sound. It it's looks not good. Written down. It doesn't sound that good spoken. I suppose this is a an auditory <laughs> medium. Okay. Anyway, go on. <laughs> All right, so this episode was written because they still had access to the same ship that they used in Colony and Endgame. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Same ship, different day. Yep. The HMCS Mackenzie. Nice. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, if you have access to a giant ship, you better use it. Use that ship. Mm -hmm. Especially since there wasn't, like, that much of the ship in those other episodes. They have to appreciate it. They, we did get a lot of shots of them going down tight corridors with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the, uh, flashlights and stuff. It was lots, quite spooky. Yeah, lots of good uh, exterior shots, too. Yeah. Smog, Atmospheric. Not smog. Fog. I hope not. <laughs> fog over the water. Yeah. Smoke. Okay. Smoke of the water. Fire in the sky. Yeah. Anyway. Fire in the water. <gasps> That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So, this episode, the title is a reference to the... Uh, to Dead Calm, a 1980, oh my god, a 1989 Australian thriller starring Sam Neill, Nicole Kidman, Billy Zane. Never seen it. Also haven't. Sounds good. Good actors. Uh, good crew, but I guess that doesn't always mean it's a good movie. <gasps> How dare you? I love, what's a funny movie that has good actors in it, but it's bad? I can't think of a funny one. I yeah. can't think of good nocturnal animals. Sucks. There you go. There so, you go. Um, so, yeah, Chris Carter specifically asked Howard Gordon to write this episode. So he took him by the lapels and he shook him. He said, write, a, write an episode on a boat. We need a boat. We need a boat. <laughs> and then Howard Gordon went and watched Jaws and then called his friend crying and yep. said, Alex, I need your help. Alex. And Alex stepped up to the plate. Yeah. yeah. For once. For once. God. So they uh, intended to have this episode set on the ship as kind of a break for the crew because the last couple of episodes were, I guess, a lot of work for them. So they were hoping that since it's just one location the whole time, it would be pretty easy. But unfortunately, it did not end up that way. It ended up being like a huge mess because it was freezing cold. The uh, quarters were really cramped and all the makeup took like hours to apply. So And it didn't even look good. (laughs) Yeah, so... It was a huge mess. Yikes. And this seems to be like a recurring, like every time they try to do like a bottle episode or whatever to save on costs, it always ends up being really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be that hard, right? <laughs> I don't Just know. like, whatever. I mean, this particular episode turned out, but yeah. wasn't space like the most expensive episode of the first season? I think season, so, right? which is so funny. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But sucks. Yeah, so Rob Bowman later called this episode the episode from hell. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Just because of how miserable it was to shoot. Oh, well, it's good. It did turn out, so, yeah. yeah but <laughs> Shoot. At least they didn't go through all that to make a shitty episode. Space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so the ship, the HMCS Mackenzie, was originally moored in the Vancouver Bay, but... Um, there's a lot of light pollution, so they had to move it to the Strait of Georgia. It cost them $10,000. Excuse me? Yikes. That's Ooh. pricey. Mm-hmm. 
I guess better than having a but you can't really have a ship in the middle of the ocean if you can see Vancouver in the background. You know, it's less <laughs> dire. I would just yeah. say, just go swim, guys. Swim. Just swim, swim for it. I mean, I know it's cold, but yeah. you could make it probably. <laughs> I guess. What if they didn't and they died swimming <sighs> a mile? I mean, it's pretty cold. It's possible. They probably would. A mile is farther than you think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So would it have been funnier and more tragic then? It would have been. F- yeah. Yes. They probably could have like sent a message though. Huh? Probably some, some flares. <laughs> anyway. Flag. Sorry. All right. But directly after this episode was filmed, the Mackenzie was scuttled and now serves as an artificial reef off the Strait of Georgia. Wow. So they really did mm-hmm. sink it. They did sink it. Man, one hour after they <laughs> finished filming. Yes. Rob Bowman turned around. And he's like, I want to hit the, the button to explode the ship. <laughs> so they used the Jericho Sailing Club in Vancouver as the set of both the bar and the hospital, which kind of tell but david Duchovny was very happy because apparently it was uh like five minutes away from where he was living hey there you go so, that's the dream mm-hmm. i would take that yeah. so it all worked out and this episode did score the show's highest rating so far well wait like nielsen or just ratings i think nielsen ratings yeah wow really so far okay not of all time that's fair was it I think, because people had been watching the last two and they were really good? Yes. They? I think this is the point where the show started picking up popularity. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's a good one to start with. Yeah. I think this is when it started getting popular. <sighs> no more Friday Night Weirdos for us. No more Friday Night Weirdos. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. That's all we got. Well? Oh, wait. That's not all we got. There's a short What the X. What what the X? Please. The Philadelphia experiment? Real. <gasps> well, not real, but I say this every time. It's not real, but it's a real thing that people talk about. There you go. Uh, this was an alleged military experiment carried out in 1943. Um, pretty much exactly how uh, Mulder said it in the episode, but um, the story originated in 1995 when some ex-Marine... Um, Claimed to be a witness to the event, he sent a book full of handwritten notes to a, uh, like, a UFO organization. Nice. And then they popularized it. So All right. The whole thing. That's kind of fun. Yeah. That seems like something Mulder would do. Probably. Hmm. And that man that the book was sent to? Fox Mulder. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. It's based on the real world. Who knew? Tenet. <gasps> yeah. Tenet. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Wonderful. Well, All right. shall we move on to our segment, Blazer Watch? Let's do it. Blazer Watch. Let's watch those blazers. Blazer Watch. Let's do it. Let's get some threads. Oh, yeah. Blazer Watch. All right. Let's button ourselves up. Oh, there's more. <laughs> it's just, it keeps happening. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Let's talk about that fashion. Um. Well, we've got, at the very beginning... The fisherman that saved, yeah, yeah, the fisherman that saved the old people, um, or the fifteen-year-old sailors, Please. whatever. Um, I like their vibe. Um, I just have the one guy is just like an old salty fisherman. He has a big, like, sweater. Um, the other guy, I thought he looked like Adam Driver, with the <clears throat> he's like very tall uh, with like long black hair. Yeah, maybe I don't know. He's wearing like a beanie and a red plaid shirt. 
Yeah. I, I liked these guys. I wanted them to be the stars of the episode. <laughs> I know. Uh, they were they, great. They could have switched these guys with Trond. Yeah, yeah. but then we, they wouldn't have been evil. So. They wouldn't have murdered Olafsson. <laughs> like Trondheim did, I learned recently. <laughs> they have those little, those like fisherman beanies that like don't cover their ears. Yeah. I assume that's to keep them warm, but so they can hear still. I guess. They look very silly. Yes. But that's okay. Uh, the doctor, the, what, the mean doctor, the what, yeah. brassy doctor. Sure. She's got very oh. interesting hair. Mm -hmm. it, it quite literally does not look intentional. I cannot imagine someone doing <laughs> that to their own hair mm -hmm. and hair and makeup letting them do that mm -hmm. and then putting them on camera. Yes. It, I don't know what it looks like. It looks like she just got out of bed and then someone attacked her with <laughs> some scissors and gave her a surprise mullet. Yeah, there's just like some stray hair at the back of her head, and it's very distracting. I don't know if it's if her hair is pulled into a bun or something, and some of the stray hair is just sticking out in a weird way, and we never quite see the bun. Maybe, but it looks very bizarre. Yes, it does. It's not a good look. No, no offense. It looks like what my hair looks like when I had it in a ponytail, and then I went skydiving <laughs> and on the ground. It looked like that. Uh huh. Yeah, it checks out. Maybe she just got back from skydiving. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think that's like really all. I didn't write very much down. I have uh, the people who saved them at the end in their little booties. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I guess we already talked about Olafson's vibe. The oh yeah, the guy well, from he had the best vibe. Yeah, he had a good vibe. And you know the guy from um, oh my god, the one you said, Die Hard. Die Hard. Thank you. Yep. I was like, death, death smart. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> That's it. For my favorite movie, Death Smart. <laughs> um, you know, long blonde hair, five o'clock shadow, grizzled, but in a cool way. Yeah, in a cool Norwegian way. Yeah. You could tell he was like a cool Norwegian guy. For sure. You could tell he was a pirate whale. <laughs> um, Trondheim, I don't know, he's got like a ball cap when they first meet him, and he's also got sandy hair, and he's also wearing big, bulky, cozy wool clothing, like, mm -hmm. like you do on a boat. Gotta stay warm. Gotta stay warm. I thought it would have been funny if, as they aged Skilly and Mulder, if they had just put them in, like, cardigans and <laughs> things like that. It would have been kind of funny. That would be pretty funny. Uh, they didn't. Um, it would detract, admittedly, from the vibes. Missed opportunity, though. That would have been very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have appreciated it. Mulder's pants suddenly go up really high on his chest. <laughs> they get the glasses with the little the screens on yeah. them. Yeah. like, where's my readers? Fox, where's my readers? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's all I've got. All right. All right. Shall we head on over to FBI Do? Let's do it. This is the segment where we track the romantic relationship between the Boo crew and judge it on a scale of 10 minutes to midnight mm -hmm. to zero minutes to midnight. Yes. Midnight being the atomic blast. Yes. Zero being love. 10 being not love. That's it. And that didn't make any sense. So often we give a example from the episode to give you a sense of what that scale actually means. So does it really give anyone that sense? I don't, I don't, I don't, probably not. Right, right. And it's just fun. If you're annoyed by our scale and we'll throw, we'll print off your email, crumple uh -huh. it up in a little ball and throw it yes. in the trash. I like our scale. It, I, we know it doesn't make sense and that it's dumb, but we love it. 
So anyway, that was very aggressive. And I would like to apologize. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I love you guys. I love our fans. I appreciate you listening. And I would not ever print out and throw away an email that you sent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, who's 10 minutes to midnight in this episode? Um, Scully and the Brassy Doctor. Yeah. But they could they could be a zero. Yeah. There's potential. There's potential. They they thawed towards the end of the episode. Yeah. But at the beginning of the episode, they're a definite 10. Yeah. There's some tension. Oh, that's what it stands for. Uh-huh. Yeah. 10 for tension. 10 for tension. Oh, zero that. for... Xerox that love. <laughs> I just looked at one of my bullet points from the previous section and I realized that I wrote that Olufsen has long blonde hair, which is very funny. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Um, zero minutes to midnight. I put Trondheim in his boat. <gasps> I did hey! too! <laughs> you know it's gotta be Trondheim in his boat. He Obviously, loves that boat. It's he the loves only it. option. Yeah, okay. That's beautiful. Um, me and guessing what joke that you're going to make. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's a funny joke, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I think I just I think I think just said Old Beach. Or, like, they went to the Old Beach. <laughs> you know, really cutting-edge humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty funny. Well, where would you put the Boo Crew on the scale? Well, I don't know if there was a, there was a little something-something this time. Yeah? They were, as we discussed, acting like an old Mary. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Acting like an old married couple. There we go. Got through it. Beautiful. Um, it's very sweet mm-hmm. um, and sad. Yes. And they could have died side by side. Of old age. Mm-hmm. They grew old together and almost cute. died. It's pretty cute. But you got to put a number on it. Um, I'll give it a f- it's either a four or a five. Whoa. A five? A five. I'll give it a five. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think five is solid. You know, it's not... Yeah. There's the trust. Mm-hmm. The the caring. Yeah. They're not, you know, there's not romantic love. Well, there's not, like, sensual love. <laughs> but there's something there. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's the notebook. They got closer. Yeah. Physically. When they were dying. Mm-hmm. And emotionally. And emotionally. When they were talking about dying. What was your favorite scene? And... Or moment. Okay. Well, I have two. If that's no, okay no, with you. No, no, no. I think I said favorite scene. Well, I did say favorite scene and or moment. So yeah. you can do a scene and a moment. But you can't do two moments and you can't do two scenes. Um. Okay. Well, my favorite moment mm-hmm. is the one that you did not notice. <laughs> Just the moment where... Where uh, Olafson is revealed to be dead and Trondheim is acting like a little freak and slurping up water. I don't. This it sounds was, really spooky. It was. It was just like a scary little like jolt. I wish I had seen that. <laughs> I wish I had noticed. Yeah, it was just a spooky little moment. That's dangerously close to a whole scene, though. It was like five seconds. Yeah, but it was the whole scene. <laughs> no, My okay. Favorite scene. I'll, allow, I'll allow it. I'm just saying, you're on thin ice. Okay. I'm well, my favorite scene was just at the very end when Mulder and Scully are discussing death and dying. Yeah. It was a, it was a good, uh, tender moment between the two of them. 
and always good to, I don't know, be reminded that Scully went through something huge yeah, and it's still affecting her. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it felt like maybe one of, that was also my favorite scene. Um, it felt like maybe the first time, I mean, explicitly she says it's the first time she shared that exact thing with anyone felt like the first time maybe they had talked about what she went through when she wasn't having like an emotional breakdown, yes. <laughs> like at the end of Irresistible. Um, I mean, I guess we don't see it. We don't know how much they talked through and <laughs> unpacked it after Irresistible. But, you know, this is when she's relatively calm and, yes. and is using it as, in fact, a way to comfort Mulder and, mm-hmm. and herself about the concept of death and yeah. the positive aspects of what she went through not positive but you know like seeing her dad and, yeah. and having a sort of peace come over her this is just occurring to me now but it's probably semi-deliberate because she's referring to seeing her dad and they're on the ocean i don't know yeah. and she does mention him earlier yeah because he was on the ocean his whole life and i don't know i feel like it that was probably deliberate i could feel her dad in this episode yeah her good dad i'm like Mulder's dad mm-hmm. dad yeah Oh, poor Scully. Yeah. Poor Scully's dad. He's, uh, dead. Man. But maybe there's peace. Maybe. All right. Now we come to the end where we rate the episode mm-hmm. on a scale of zero alien head emojis to five. Yes. Alien emojis. Sometimes we forget that it's supposed to be alien emojis. I would never. But I'm not going to forget this time. <laughs> Are you going to forget? No. Okay. How many would you give this episode? Well, it was pretty good. And don't forget. I won't that forget. That it's alien emotions. I will emotions. not forget. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, it was, um, I guess, a three and a half alien head emojis. <gasps> nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, just a, a spooky little tale. There was <laughs> atmosphere. Yeah. There were some character moments. It was just good. Yeah. Water. Exactly. Atmosphere. You got it. Nice. It was uh, better than I've expected from Howie. <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Is this the point? I'm just going to very quickly scroll through. I mean, it might be. Might be what? Like his the best episode he's written. Oh, probably, right? No and offense. It wasn't even totally him. He did write Sleepless. Sleepless was fun. Sleepless was good. That had some good moments, too. Mm, yeah this is a good one yeah yeah i think this is better than sleepless probably so yeah nice i also gave it 3.5 out of 5 stars excuse me (laughs) a little bit of a delay it it took a while to penetrate to my brain still because of how horrifying it was yes 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 yes. i was reeling in shock and horror sorry um 3.5 alien emojis 3.5 can we Sorry. modify the scale this time instead yes. of just just for this episode instead of um, a scale of alien head emojis? Can it be a scale of old beach post-it notes? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Three point five old beach post-it notes. Excellent. Uh, it was spooky. The detracting fact, and I don't want to you know harp on it because I'm sure that it was a difficult process but the makeup did look very silly yeah and yeah. was bad <laughs> and it t- did detract from it yeah um but you know on whatever budget and time crunch they had who knows if they 
had options to make it better. Toby Lindala was off that week. He, he was on right. vacation. Yeah, something was going on. But, you know, I'm a sucker for spooky isolation stories, mm-hmm. you know, in the same vein kind of as Ice and Darkness Falls. So it was good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Well, that's, right. that's that. We're Excellent. done. Excellent. We're finished. Just another boat in a bag. <laughs> Right? The boat's not going to fit in the dang bag. It's a big bag. How big is this bag? Bigger than a boat. How big is your bag? How big is your bag? Nice. I really need to learn. Nice. Anyway. Love it. You didn't? No, I You shouldn't have. I did not. Okay, that's good. I hope you did. I was just trying to be nice. I appreciate the support, but I can feel the distance between us. Mm-hmm. The distance and the disdain. Yeah. <laughs> Just the same disdain is <laughs> the name of my new band. Should be. Yeah. All right. That I'm going to sing that song for. Excellent. Yeah. I cannot wait. Wait. Well, can you repeat that one? I cannot wait. Okay. 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 I didn't know if you said Don't worry. I can't. Don't worry about it. So that's, that's that. Next week, we will be talking about season two. Episode 20, Humbug. Aw. Is it a Christmas episode? It is not. Aww. Um, But it's a very good episode. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to getting to this one. What if I hate it? I mean, you can if you want to. But <laughs> You can hate Humbug if you want to. You can mm-hmm. leave your friends behind. Because your friends like Humbug, and if they like uh-huh. Humbug, then there are no friends of mine. I'll probably like it. We have similar taste. Uh, I think it's one of the... Um, it's one of the episodes that people remember. Okay. Like it's one of the, yeah. if you mention humbug, people will remember it. It so. was in syndication. Yeah, probably. Nice. So All it's right. a good one. Sweet. If you have any thoughts or comments that you'd like to send our way, you can shoot us an email at skellynationpod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Both of those are also at skellynationpod. And feel free to DM us on those services as well. We're just so contactable, you know? Never has a podcast been more contactable. Uh, I've probably been more contactable. I don't right. respond that fast. <laughs> okay. You know, I get to it when I get to it. All right. Uh, our music is by Groovemaster Putts. You can get their music on Bandcamp or elsewhere on the internet. I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> or you oh. can just listen to our podcast at just the beginning and the end, and That's then true. you'll get some of it. There you go. Mm. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please consider giving us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. I, Apple Podcasts. What about iTunes? Spotify. I use iTunes. The rest. Yeah. Pod. Pod. Pod.net? Pod.catcher. Yep. Pod. Bay. Those are probably real. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Also, spread the word about the podcast. Tell your friends, your family... And the old salty sea captain that you hired to take you out into the middle of the Norwegian Sea about the podcast. Wouldn't it be great to be that kind of guy, like the captain? Yes. And you just get to take random fools on mysterious trips that you know will end in death, but they don't. Yes. The dream. Amazing. Yeah. One day. And you can't, uh, you know... You have to download some things to listen to beforehand. So podcasts are perfect. Exactly. Yeah, he would like this. Mm -hmm. I love that. Definitely. Anyway, I've been your host, Amanda. And I've been Ella. 
And remember, trust no one except for us. What about Felton Seagal? Also, it's not Yep.